0: Whose friend is the mass murder? We don't find that out tonight, but we do find more nails. We're talking about that right now.
1: You're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV Talk. Now, let the buzz.
0: Begin. Yes, hello, and welcome, all of the marshmallows out there.
1: <laughs> yes. yes. Sound effects.
0: We are talking Episode 5, Losing Streak of Veronica Mars Season 4. I'm your host, Kelsey Hightower, and with me are two of the original Marshmallows. Uh, We've got Shay Jones and Lauren Mayo. Hey, Hey, guys. guys. How
1: are you doing today? Doing great. Yeah. Overall thoughts of this episode. Before we get to overall thoughts, you know, I have to introduce you, Miss Kelsey Hightower over here. Uh, We gotta introduce the, you know, our leader. We're doing I mean,
0: co-hosting right here. (laughs) I mean, we're just excited to be talking about Veronica Mars. We are all obsessed. This has been a long time coming big fans, and we are just excited to have it back. And I know a lot of people have been binge-watching, and we are doing this one at a time. We're doing on the slow train, and (laughs) we are excited (laughs) to keep it moving! The slow train, I like that. I know! Okay, so, um, episode five, we are talking tonight about the relationship between Clyde and Keith, and also Nicole and Veronica. Are they getting too close to their suspects? Plus, we're We're going to be chatting about therapy, Logan, and Weevil's involvement. Plus, we have our special segment, as always, Breaking Glass, and we've got some news, and we've got a special shout-out. So, that's our show um, coming up tonight, but before we do that, have you guys thought of overall thoughts yet on this episode? Yes. Okay.
1: What are they? (laughs) Share. Spill the tea. Overall, I'm glad Veronica now knows about her dad's memory loss issues that he's been having and I definitely called dementia you did I really called that I was so happy. I mean, I'm I mean, not happy, but I was happy to be right. That's you're just right. Like, yeah. Happy to be right. Let me get that clear. Good clarification. But it's, it's so sad. He's 56. Keith, you can't do me like this. He's young. Yeah, he's She's very right.
0: Young. It's the early, it's the new 19, right? I, I mean, already. and that might be a stretch. But I mean, he's still so young when you think about 50s. Like, oh it's hard to see him go through that lauren yeah. what were your favorite moments that
2: is really weird though like he's 56 i wonder like that sucks i know it's tv i'm getting all invested like what could we have done differently in these 56 years not to a car accident? that's but i mean it's like that was the thing that jump started it but well yeah but keith he's just so strong i just i mean he's still strong but i just can't picture him being not in control that's true. So, I love that we're seeing this side of him or we're going to see it later of him like kind of like having to let people help him.
0: Yeah, and, <laughs> and I think that's something all of the Mars have in yeah. common is very independent and it's hard to help it's hard to let people in and let people help you. And it's hard to see them weak because they're such strong characters and so powerful, but I know any other thoughts before we jump in? Um, I just uh, the bombs, it's just beginning to be a lot. Um. It really, I mean, it really is. I mean, it's every single episode. You think, okay, this is this episode and then you're like, okay, another one. But then it just happens in every single episode that we watch. It's like, are we going to expect it for the next episode too?
1: That's yeah. for predictions.
0: Don't say anything yet, ladies. We'll save it. Save it. So, speaking of um, of Keith, I think that because of the memory loss and the older age, he's getting he's gotten a different perspective on life, and maybe this is why he's becoming closer to Clyde. How do we feel about this relationship? That's just they're going duck hunting. You know, they're hanging out. Clyde's coming over to you know the office. What are your thoughts on this? I love Clyde.
2: Yeah, you do? (laughs) He's like the... I know he's probably bad, but he's just so cute. And he's also JK Simmons. So I already kind of love him naturally. Like, I feel like he's so, like, likable, even when he's evil. Like, oh, I love him so much. And I don't think he got away with that whole bone thing by the way
0: I think that was planted yeah that, I I was agree. Set, that was a setup I I felt a little nervous watching Keith do that because I think that he is as he is getting losing his memory I don't want him to slip up yeah yeah I'm really worried about that
2: Jay, kind of do you have
0: anything any it looks like you're thinking <laughs> it looks like you've got some thoughts I mean I have
1: This. Oh, on lots of things. Ah, do you want to talk about the Nicole and Veronica relationship? <laughs> no, we can stay on climbing okay before we get to Nicole and Veronica because okay. I don't like Veronica and Nicole, but it I think the similarities of that are you can see a lot of why their their friendships are actually become what's it, culminating there, it is. there yep yes. culminating good word because mm-hmm. I know uh, I study I <laughs> like that. <laughs> You can see why like both relations are a little bit are culminating with each other. They do have a lot of things in common. they're almost where clyde technically is a bad guy he does have a very i feel a moral code within himself that he follows and is is he? i mean granted he did bomb bomb, so I don't know how big of that moral code there is right, but you know Veronica and Nicole share the whole the sexual assault thing they have in common. And how they, you know, have to become stronger as women to get past it or at least live a, a semi-normal Normal life. life. There it is.
0: Do you think that because they have that to relate to with each other that Veronica is going to maybe look over or overlook maybe some of the things that Nicole's doing? No. Do you think that Keith would? Yeah.
1: For Clyde? Yeah. Mm, I, yeah, I want to say no, but he, probably, maybe, it's a possibility. I will not really give it a full yes, yeah. I would say it's a possibility I, of an option.
2: Yeah, Lord, I kind of think Veronica and Keith are going to keep each other in check. Like, they're playing this, like, my friend wouldn't do it, your friend wouldn't do it, so I think they're going to kind of help each other, at least try to stay in check. Like, hey, they're still a suspect, like, oh, Nicole's still a suspect, but I don't know, I think Veronica's really going to empathize with her. A lot like I think is going to be hard for her to digest,
1: but we'll see. I mean. But this is still Veronica, so her trust in others isn't exactly
2: high. I guess I guess me personally, I just want Veronica to have a good girlfriend, someone to hang out with. Because she is but when you're in this business, you can't really trust anybody. So for
1: Wallace.
0: Wallace (laughs) has always been there. And I know we talked briefly talked about this in our news segment on the last episode, but Mac is usually her girlfriend, the person that she has trusted and leaned on. And I feel like maybe, Lauren, like you're saying, Nicole almost seems like that kind of friend not in that sh- matt could really help veronica mm-hmm. throughout the seasons whereas nicole is more there to be like i've been through that myself um but yeah you see them shooting guns you see them talking about their past like getting going high. through <laughs> getting yeah. high like making uh, fun games out of the of
1: home the, what yuppie, is it? The, the yuppie, the trophy, I would say trophy-wise. Yeah, more like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. the housewarming party yes, that Walter was yeah. at the
0: yuppies, yeah. So you see that, like, relationship <laughs> going. But, um, yeah, that's an interesting, I feel like that's new to the to the season where we see them both, like, having close friends. Where we don't normally see this all the time, I think, on Veronica Mars.
1: I mean, because Keith kind of technically only has Cliff, <laughs> I mean, no. having Cliff ain't bad. I'm just saying the only one you see him most of the time with, seriously, is Cliff. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Dangerous game. Okay, so um, Veronica's other only friend is her boyfriend and almost fiancé, Logan. <laughs> um, oh, wow. This time, we see therapy Logan in, in this episode. In Broadway,
1: Logan. I respect a man who understands his plays. I have, yeah. That's very sexy. He, I mean, he's. Okay, Veronica, look out. She's coming I, for your man.
0: I would. And therapy, <laughs> Logan. I think that's such a nice, soft quality that he has in this episode. So,
1: ladies, thoughts. I love I, him. I, I thought that was a nice little reflective time to actually just understand that Logan has been through therapy himself. So he, he definitely understands it a little bit more than Veronica does. And obviously, is trying to have her come to terms with her dad's decision. Whether she does close down Mars investigation or she keeps it up herself, he's gonna leave regardless he he doesn't want to put what they do into
2: jeopardy, yeah, and even if he chooses not to leave, it's probably best for you to just respect his wishes. The thing is what he's trying to say like yeah. that would put him at ease to like you know know that you're safe and he doesn't really need any extra stress with the dementia
0: thing.
1: but he does bring about a very good question: Is Veronica happy? Doing what she's doing. She,
0: I know, I think it kind of hit her when he asked that question, but I think it made her say, I am, like, it made her visualize and picture what life would be like without the two men that she loves and the only people in the world that she loves that much. And I think that made her, like, really upset and made her open up a little bit, and that was... I don't know. I don't know if it need... It probably needed to happen, yeah. I guess. It that- definitely did. Yeah. That conversation was hot and heavy. And do you think that that's going to help them grow together? Because they're still, I feel like, on Rocky Roads this episode.
1: Right? Is it only me? I mean, not so much Rocky as, as... Like I said, I keep saying that I think they're really trying to discover who they are. Because even, even though Logan has been home... For the last five years, often I'm not as much on or in in the house, because she had she had to figure out who she still knows who she is as a person, an individual versus who she is Veronica in a couple relationship with Logan, Mm. and that's still a question. I don't think she's answered. That's very different too. It's It's very different from being yourself on your lonesome to now being in a relationship with another person. And in some ways, especially in a relationship, you can't be selfish. That is the whole point of a uh, relationship. It's about compromising and give and take, and a lot of each everybody giving, give and take, and not just taking. I feel yeah. like we're
0: in uh, Shea therapy right now, and I love it. Yes,
1: I try. Wait, I, about, that- I know, but I I get it though. I understand. I definitely feel like this might make Veronica maybe seek a little bit of therapy herself. To figure out where she's going to stand with Logan, and especially if maybe she finds somebody who doesn't know her history as in-depth, and she can actually just get it out to another third person. I feel like that would help her, too. She's been holding on to so many things since she was 16 years old.
0: Right, and she's never gone through therapy or anything like that it's always like independent i'm a strong woman yes. but it's okay to still be a strong powerful person woman person Every, you know, woman, man—that's all. I ran out of. All of it. <laughs> but it's a strong, a strong person, and ask for help. I think that's where we're going, kind of, with this season and with this episode. Is just because you ask for help, just because you go to therapy, that does not mean that you're weaker, yes. or that you're lesser
1: of a person. That makes you stronger of a person because you recognize that within yourself.
2: Yeah, self awareness is everything. I do think she's definitely going to go to therapy because that's why it's kind of become like this self deprecating joke that he makes with her I don't know I think they're kind of writing wise they're setting the stage for her to have to seek some kind of therapy so I definitely see that coming
0: and I I like that I'm I'm with you on that one Lauren um because we haven't chatted with you in the chat yet we have been talking about Leo and versus Logan and I just have to know where you stand if you've been or a, a Piz fan. Like I just need to know where you stand on <laughs> Veronica's relationships. Which team are you for? Logan. Thank you. All the way? All <laughs> yeah. to, since day one? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Thank you, yeah. though, for real, right? <laughs> there is no
1: question for me. As much as you love Piz, he's just like a puppy. Yeah.
2: I'm I'm loyal so never wavering
1: love you, love you love
0: <laughs> love we talked about this yeah, in the last episode that's
1: our chef name seriously it's love it is legit the first two oh, letters of their name
2: I miss that oh my gosh you guys are brilliant
1: fate it's written
0: y'all
2: need to send that to Rob that's Thomas right.
1: oh no th- this is something the fans <laughs> have coined for years I've never called like, that's, that like, that's why a lot of some of the pictures say true love in the L's uh um, capitalize and the V's capitalized. Oh my
2: God! I thought I just made that up. I, no. I, I never knew that. I'm new to the social game, though. Yeah. I wasn't a cool kid. I couldn't get on Twitter, but we'll unpack <laughs> that later.
0: We'll unpack that <laughs> later in our next therapy session with Shay. Um, <laughs> I try. I okay. So. In this episode, let's dig into Weevil because that was one of the big points in this episode was that we found out that Weevil is actually involved. We have been kind of on edge as to figuring out if he has any involvement or not. And we've seen um, Veronica approach him several times. He's denied it. She still has this feeling. She always is right. She said that in one of the episodes already. And she had to... um, not blackmail, but she had to. She's blackmailed. Sh- <laughs> in a way, you know, set this poor kid up um, to get him to talk. And Shay is already shaking her fingers. So, Shay,
1: what are you thinking about this? I'm shaking because you po- call him a poor kid. That kid is not a poor kid. That kid just needs Jesus. And, lo- like, he needs to get a whooping. That's what he needs in his life. I know. I know. But once you. But Veronica Mars' wrath, like,
0: that's not anything I'd put on anybody.
1: Mm hmm. Well, when you deserve it, I have no sympathy for you. Like, one, you tried to hold me at knife point. That's, I mean, that's true. Then you tried to gang bang, like, gang up on me with your dudes just to make make you a bigger man. Like, you actually had control in the situation. She brought up the quotation marks. (laughs) Really, little boy? I will run you up inside the street, okay? Yeah. I don't have
2: sympathy for him either, because that's a little much. And like she said, like, do you have to insult have me as you're mugging part, me? Right?
1: Like, there's no like, reason for that. Like, just mug me You can me just mug me,
2: you know? No need for the cursing
0: while you're mugging me. I don't know. It's a little much. That's true. So, but we also find out that Clyde is the one who's handing out the money to Weevils, to the PCHers.
1: Yes. This is where I stand on that. Okay. okay. Because I know where you're going with that. Yeah. However, I, part of me feels like he was Juan Diego was using that as an excuse.
0: You think that like, he's giving or, her misinformation?
1: Not so much that maybe, like, Weevil, while Weevil might know, I don't think he's directly involved.
0: But the PCHers yes. are involved.
1: Like, mm. in a way, almost reminiscent of season two a little bit when uh, Thumper was kind of undermining Weevil. Right. Mm. I feel like it's more in, in the essence of that. Because even though, granted, we don't know all of what we have been through the last five years besides his wife and daughter is not around anymore, I don't think even Veronica has the full knowledge of just why his wife and daughter aren't there. And it could be something even more traumatic than she knows, but, you know, when she's mad, you going to feel her wrath. That's yeah.
0: very true. So, but the but either way, so the PCHers, you do agree, are still doing the petty crimes yeah, and Clyde is the one that's giving them the cash to do it—the crisp one hundred dollar bills.
1: Give me some one hundred dollar bills. I know, just I hand those out. She
0: hasn't spent that yet. She's
2: been carrying the, those six hundred dollars around. Isn't that the she's a better one so, and me? Yeah, I would have definitely been in the bank.
1: I know. I would have returned all the wallets. I would have kept that six hundred dollars.
0: <laughs> yeah, here's your wallet. Uh, <laughs> sorry, the money's gone. It must have fallen right out. Um, and then we also see Maddie come back into the picture. So I've mm. been calling her little Veronica Mars and she has like a she's like a mini mini me version. obviously not ever gonna replace her, but it's very cute to see her you know, following in the path. And she gets this little boy Owen to find <laughs> oh. out information because um, he's a computer genius and that was such a cute little a scene that they did together and just kind of her playing him and stuff. But through that, we find out that um, it brings us full circle to Phoenix Land Trust. Do you guys remember yeah. that? Casting yeah.
1: Casablanca.
0: I love it. That I was love good great writing. writing that, <laughs> I, I mean, I remember that because as soon as they said it, I was like, oh, Beaver. Oh, I remember this. <laughs> what did happen to that? Um, but yeah, we're now full circle and um, Big Dick has... All the, reaping all the rewards from that, and so they are using um, this company to buy, try to buy out all of the businesses on the boardwalk, and it's kind of like a scam. Yeah. It is a scam. So we find that big information out there at the end, and that's kind of where the show leads us. Question. I just want to get you guys' opinion. Do y'all trust
2: Maddie? Because I don't trust her at all. Oh, interesting. Because I do not know why. I don't know if it's because I've seen her in something else. It's something about her. I just, I'm not all the way on board. I'm like, hmm,
0: I just feel really? like, yeah, she seems really, like,
2: I don't know. She's she,
0: dirty. So when she goes back and forth between the pizza guy to Veronica to the police station, which that doesn't, I don't know, necessarily count, but it does seem there's something fishy about it. But I feel like... When she came clean to Veronica saying, hey, I went and told, like, all the secrets, it kind of made me more sympathetic to her again.
2: I don't know. You
0: still think there's something
2: is up. something is off with her. I don't know. Mark my words. See, Mark my
1: words. She does remind me of Veronica, but granted, she did see her dad blow up, so she has a right to her anger. Yeah, no. She has a right to... <laughs> Like obviously everything that's happening, I don't know, I don't feel that, but I also you kind of see where you come from, but I also feel like it's just more that she is, she's like Veronica Mars light <laughs> I'm just gonna call it that. Veronica I like Mars that. Light. And she just, man, she seriously sometimes reminds me exactly. She's cunning, she's smart, she's witty, but she's in a way still missing the the edginess of who Veronica Mars is, mm-hmm. and that's what's missing for me. Because like you don't just roll up on Alpha of Jolly Amusements oh, not knowing yeah. the background of that, like so in in a way she does remind me of Veronica, but in a much more naive way. I will yes, say. Yeah.
0: very naive, very careless with the spray paint, and she's just asking to be <laughs> caught there. So kind of like our other careless friend, the Pizza Man. Oh. I think that he <laughs> is about to go through some trouble because Clyde put that duck. I mean, don't I know. Who I don't know who it is. I'm going to call... Well, we can talk about this in predictions. But someone <laughs> put the duck <laughs> in his bed. As yes, he was getting freaky with Carol. Yes. Lauren, you thought it was something else. Well, I Where just we kept going?
2: thinking it was the boa. Like I, like, I literally, like, paused. And I was like, wait, what? A duck? Because oh. she's like, the beak. I'm like, what? Just because he was referencing the resident in his property with the boa constrictor. That's true. So I thought maybe he was like, it was his. I don't know. I just... Like, a duck? I get it, but... For but it second, a bird. Oh, it it
0: Yeah, I thought it was a duck.
1: I thought it was a bird.
0: Well, originally, I did tell you
1: that close to the screen to look. So
0: that's true. <laughs> I know. Zoom, zoom. Um, I originally thought it was going to be a nail, and mm-hmm. that it, that would have been either planted or that he would have had something involved with, but it wasn't. That's what I thought originally. Mm-hmm. Um, what we did see was more nails at the bombing that happened yeah. at Comrade Quacks.
1: Yeah, Veronica found nail. And I was just, and Vinny Van Lowe was just
0: <laughs>
1: Vinny. being Vinny, like he, he decides to try to interview Chief Langdon, which I just found was just perfect.
0: I did I, that scene when um, Chief Landon, uh, Langdon is asking questions, and then Vinny is asking different questions back to her. I was yeah. like.
1: Genius! With the same notebook, basically. <laughs> I just, know! It was great. Like, now, now, what do you think happened yeah. here? Yeah. Yes. I love Vinny so much as a character. I love it when I see him. He just brings just the funny with him all the time. Yeah. And it was almost the same thing with seeing Wallace be a teacher. And it was interesting because, you know, he went to school for engineering, but now he's teaching at Neptune High, and that's why he's so excited about the field trip, because it's kind of what he wanted to do. And then having the whole scene with Maddie and Owen, and he's like shaking his head because, like, I'm pretty sure he's reminiscing yeah. about the times <laughs> that Veronica would just you up to him and just, you know, say those like, words. I'm being used right now. It's like, I know it's, it's, just, like it's a slippery slope, <laughs> Owen. It's a slippery slope. You're going down it. <laughs> Watch
0: out for the ladies. They might just be using you.
2: Yeah, that was a really cute scene. That oh, was, like, one of
0: the my favorites,
1: so. Never stood a chance. I know. Any other
0: <laughs> uh, thoughts on the episode? Any other of your favorite moments that you oh, want to talk about? The yeah.
1: car brother still being alive was surprising. Oh. Like, just one of them. I mean, the like, the skinny version one. He was still alive, apparently. Mm. I was just, I'm like, okay, Maloof. So, they didn't do their job we'll pay them half how you'll do this that is true that's something
0: we didn't talk about I think at the very end of the last episode we saw that um go kart dirt bike sort of thing Mm -hmm. driving up and then the one of the car brothers you know is still wandering through the desert like shot and bloody and gross and then we didn't address that at all like we haven't seen daniel maloof this episode either so yeah. he's got to come back next episode i think
1: and i'm confused by that too in my in my mind i'm like you're the mexican cartel i'm pre- you know how to kill somebody
0: yeah like you why but in you- the video it did show i think he was like looking away from the screen trying to be cool maybe <laughs> i don't know i mean, like this is for the congressman pow pow but i mean you're that close to somebody if you don't yeah i mean if you can't
1: them. shoot point blank i'm sorry that's a, no you're it wasn't it an out. accident
2: it definitely was a negotiation if he let yeah. him live it, i don't think it was an accident it was a like okay what am i gonna get or what are you gonna cut me in i don't know because like you said they're the mexican cartel they don't miss so i think it was definitely on purpose and i also wanted to see if you guys thought like so is nicole not a suspect anymore because the bomb was in her place or she's still a suspect because nobody was planted
1: a listening device. Nicole is still a suspect. Okay. Okay. Like there's no reason for her to plant a listening device in the office if she really believes in her innocence. Yeah. And also we found out that she also sold the 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 place before she yeah. break. Mm-hmm.
0: I think that at the end of this episode, she became a bigger suspect. suspect. Yeah, I just, like, Because at the beginning, I think that you're right. Like, I was with you that Nicole may be taken off the table, or it was too close of a relationship to, like, see her being suspect. But I think by the end, with all that additional information, um, I was like, okay, Nicole is not as innocent as she wants you to believe.
1: But technically, I didn't see anything wrong with what she did, though. I mean, if she if she sold Comrade Quacks to the Phoenix mm-hmm. Land Trust, she wouldn't need to plant bombs. Also, uh, th- I mean, the theory could be there's no reason for her to plant bombs. She really wouldn't need to. That's or true. I, like
2: in her bomb, out of, after like four bombings, no one got hurt. So like, but it was at your space. Like that isn't like why. Is Although that it's lo-
1: about to be not
0: be her space anymore. So maybe. Maybe that's something. Maybe it's
2: that. an insurance fraud thing. Maybe she just Ooh. didn't want anybody to get hurt. She was trying to throw people off her trail. Like, I don't know.
1: because well, she wasn't supposed to. She was. But I, she said she was heading somewhere when he stopped her. So I don't know if that meant she was just heading to her office or heading outside too.
0: Well, let's chat about this more at the end when we give our predictions. But before that, we have a special segment for you. Um, And this is where we talk about um, strong female women working in the law enforcement um, who are breaking the glass ceiling. So let's get to it. Yes. I love that. Me too.
1: (laughs) Shay? So today we're talking about Alice Debbins Wells. She was considered one of the first female police officers in the United States when she was hired by the Los Angeles Police Department in 1910. Like Baldwin, Stevens Wells spent several years as a social worker before petitioning her city government for the opportunity to become a female officer. The publicity surrounding her paved the way for many other cities to hire female police officers. She also played a key role in organizing the International Police Women's Association in 1915. So she was the first... L.A. female officer. Yes. That is
0: incredible. All right. That's it, Alice. We stand at Alice. Yes. I know. That's good. (laughs) Pave the way because that is the thing is someone has to go in and do that first and then it paves the way and gives more opportunities for other women to go into law enforcement. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. thank you for sharing that.
1: Thank you. Thank y'all.
0: All right. And I think we have... Something that we would like to say to you, our other marshmallows out there. Yes,
2: we do. Hey guys, thanks so much for watching this talk. We so enjoy what we do here. We want to thank you for making us the ESPN of TV Talk. If you're watching us right now on YouTube, subscribe to this channel, subscribe to all of our other channels, and like this video. If you're listening to us on iTunes, thank you so much. And leave us a five star rating because the other stars don't really help us that much. They don't work. They do not work. So, all five stars. Uh, we so enjoy what we do here, and we appreciate you and supporting us and doing what we
0: love here at Afterbus. Thank you. Yes, we all say thank you, and we wouldn't be here if uh, if you weren't watching, so we yes. love to be here. Um, I think we also want to say um, a shout-out to somebody, because if you guys leave comments, then we will shout them out. Yes. So we have a shout-out that we'd like to
2: give. Yes, we do. Hey, Rashad0026. So... Hey! Hey, Rashad! Hey! <laughs> Rashad is, he's, like, so knowledgeable. He wanted to share that Jason, Jason Dorhing, had a reoccurring role on Rob Thomas's CW series, iZombie, the last few years, and that there basically is a lot of Veronica Mars alums that have been on other, like, his other shows, like, iZombie. Yeah. So it's a um, lot of props, too. Yeah, Cliff, Don Lewis, who actually love from Different World, hey! We know her as the lady that runs everything now. And, yeah, so she had a recurring role on iZombie Season 4. So
0: Yeah, and we love talking about the characters that are in this show, yes. too. Seeing not only reoccurring characters coming back, but also what they've been doing in the last several years. Mm-hmm. Yes, so that's been good. Um, one last thing before we get into predictions. We have a bit of news to share with you. After Buzz TV
1: News. Hey guys, so we're going to talk about how groundbreaking Veronica Mars was before and how she just anticipated the Me Too movement. Now, rape culture is all over Veronica Mars' world right from the start. A fictionalized version of Girls Gone Wild called Girls Gone Bad comes up in season one. An online purity test is used to shame Veronica and her female high school classmates in another episode. A frat at Hearst College is re- revealed to have point system for assigning scores to women, awarded to the frat members for hooking up with them, and so on. And this culture might well be personified by Veronica's classmate, Dick Casablancus, the privileged Neptune high-billy-turned frat boy who seems to live party and exploit women. Elsewhere in the series, this section of the forces that lead to me too, it also took pains to show that our cultural inclination to disbelieve women is so strong that even Veronica is not immune. In especially a prophetic season one episode, Veronica's classmate, Carrie Bishop, accuses Veronica's favorite teacher, Mr. Rooks, played by Adam Scott, if you did not know, of seducing her and leaving her pregnant. Veronica initially refuses to accept that he could have acted predatorially. We've heard it a million times and it continues to recur in the news. He'd always been perfectly nice to her. Veronica thinks that Carrie is just a mean girl, so she sh- assumes she must be lying. Even though Veronica knows exactly what it's like not to be believed in such a moment. When you know Veronica asks her father about it, he says there is evidence to prove it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And obviously, if you know anything about the episode, it actually what didn't happen to Carrie. It happened to her best friend Susan Knight, and she was doing what she could do as a friend. To get the information out there and to protect her. Just to speak
0: up. Just to yeah. have either her speak up if your friend can't do it. Yes. Uh, and take, uh, just and just take to all help. the blame
1: on her yeah. herself and how everybody blamed her. Right. And treated her as if she was a slut for, you know, sleeping with the teacher, not becoming pregnant, and... I think it's also interesting, the same thing almost with Assassination Nation, how they also prove that when the guy stuff, information was leaked, how he was treated different than a woman was treated, if her information was leaked. Yeah. And it's, it's a culture that we live in, and I think we definitely, as a culture, need to stop doing that, especially the women. I agree. Yeah. So. I, I mean, this show has been
0: groundbreaking, and it talks about hard topics and real topics and being able to talk about that as a TV show and have the freedom to go to these different places that are not pretty, that are just realistic is uh, an incredible empowering thing to do and a great representation of what people are going through and seeing that both um, in high school, when she was going to high school, and then in college and seeing all the things that actually happened in college. Like you talked about in um, this news article, um, the point system um, yeah. um, and different rapes, state rape, drugs, and, um, and how the
1: administration sometimes more like protects. protects itself versus the actual students, and especially the female students.
0: Right, mm-hmm. it's giving a voice to people who need the voice, and that's great. So that's why we love the show too. So um, before we go, let's go ahead and jump into predictions. You're after Buzz TV <laughs> predictions. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so, as you know, we haven't seen the rest of this series. We're going uh, episode by episode, so for our prediction for the next episode or the rest of the the series, um, who wants to start? Lauren? Pizza Guy is going to do something foolish. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I Lauren is
2: ready. She was like, I know my prediction. I was just like, at that last uh, episode before. I was like, just
0: saying
1: he's going to do something else. He's going to
2: gonna do something else. Like, why? Why, pizza guy? Like, why do you keep doing this to us? He's going to do something. I feel like we're going to learn a little bit more about Nicole. And yeah, um, I'm, I'm just interested to see how these, you know, relationship dynamics with these uh, suspects, how that's going to play out on both Keith and
1: Veronica's side. So I'm excited. I predict that we're, you know, Veronica's gonna go to therapy. I wanna, and I really wanna see how that scene plays out because I'm here for it. I don't know what's gonna happen when I'm there for that type of situation of her going to there being sitting on a couch. I don't know why, it just seems very comical, but I, I can't wait. <laughs> I'm trying not to like laugh <laughs> so loud in this mic right now, but yes, go on. I'm <laughs> um, also, I really hope that Weevil and Veronica somehow get back into the rhythm of moving from enemies to acquaintances to being friends again. Yes. Because I, they definitely, I feel like they need each other. They, they need their friendship at least. Yeah, that's true. So I really, I really hope we get to see that.
0: Okay, and for my prediction, I think that we haven't seen the congressman in this episode, so I think that he's going to come back in the next episode. Mm -hmm. And I think that because one of the Carr brothers is not dead, I think that that's going to be bad for the congressman. Like, maybe someone's going to come and severely hurt him or, you know, kill him.
2: (laughs) Or his mother brother.
0: Or, yeah, the family, something. And last episode I said something about that ring maybe that'll come back i don't know that those are my predictions those are our predictions we'll see what happens in the next episode but until um until then where can everybody find you lauren
2: hey guys my name is lauren mayo you can find me on instagram at lauren out loud and on youtube at lauren mayo
1: you guys can find me at twitter uh, on twitter and instagram at real Shay jones good trouble season mid finale is happening at 7 p.m 2 in and I'm Kelsey Hightower,
0: and you can find me right back here on the next episode. And until then, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at, at Kelsey Hightower. Until next time.
1: Bye. Bye, guys. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first. We're the biggest in the world. And we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup.